Grace and peace to you in the name of Jesus. My name is Tyler Madsen, and I'm one of the ministers here at Reality San Francisco. To pursue unity and maturity as followers of Jesus, we as a church are keeping a shared rule of life, which is a set of spiritual practices used as a way to arrange your everyday life to keep you connected to God and abiding in Jesus. As a church, we have determined eight spiritual practices to help us center our lives in Christ. Scripture, fasting, solitude, and silence, Sabbath, hospitality, vocation, generosity, and community. To better equip our church in these practices, we are hosting these introductory podcasts once a month to help you in creating these rhythms on your own time. You can find more information about our rule of life right now at realitysf.com rule. We hope this podcast series can serve as a tool to help you in developing these rhythms for yourself and that you join us as we practice our rule of life together. This week, we are starting our 22nd week of the spiritual practice of scripture reading. Each day we will read through the passage together, and then I will lead you through the five steps of the practice of bread, which stands for be still, read, encounter, apply, and devote. So let's first take a moment of quiet to open prayerfully to God's presence with us. Let's take a few deep breaths. Let's be still. Let's become quiet before God. Today's bread reading is from Romans 11. Let's read this together now, and as I read, listen for one word or a phrase that stands out to you. Romans 11. I ask then, did God reject his people? By no means. I am an Israelite myself, a descendant of Abraham from the tribe of Benjamin. God did not reject his people whom he foreknew. Don't you know what scripture says in the passage about Elijah, how he appealed to God against Israel? Lord, they have killed your prophets and torn down your altars. I'm the only one left and they're trying to kill me. And what was God's answer to him? I have reserved for myself 7,000 who have not bowed the knee to Baal. So too, at the present time, there is a remnant chosen by grace. And if by grace, then it cannot be based on works. If it were, grace would no longer be grace. What then? What the people of Israel sought so earnestly, they did not obtain. The elect among them did, but the others were hardened, as it is written. God gave them a spirit of stupor, eyes that could not see and ears that could not hear to this very day. And David says, may their table become a snare and a trap, a stumbling block and a retribution for them. May their eyes be darkened so they cannot see and their backs be bent forever. Again, I ask, did they stumble so as to fall beyond recovery? Not at all. Rather, because of their transgression, salvation has come to the Gentiles to make Israel envious. But if their transgression means riches for the world, and their loss means riches for the Gentiles, how much greater riches will their full inclusion bring? I'm talking to you, Gentiles, inasmuch as I am the apostle to the Gentiles, I take pride in my ministry, in the hope that I may somehow 
arouse my own people to envy and save some of them. For if their rejection brought reconciliation to the world, what will their acceptance be but life from the dead? If the part of the dough offered as firstfruits is holy, then the whole batch is holy. If the root is holy, so are the branches. If some of the branches have been broken off, and you, though a wild olive shoot, have been grafted in among the others and now share in the nourishing sap from the olive root, do not consider yourself to be superior to those other branches. If you do, consider this. You do not support the root, but the root supports you. You will say then, branches were broken off so that I could be grafted in. Granted, but they were broken off because of unbelief, and you stand by faith. Do not be arrogant, but tremble. For if God did not spare the natural branches, he will not spare you either. Consider therefore the kindness and sternness of God. Sternness to those who fell, but kindness to you, provided that you continue in his kindness, otherwise you also will be cut off. And if they do not persist in unbelief, they will be grafted in, for God is able to graft them in again. After all, if you were cut out of an olive tree that is wild by nature, and contrary to nature were grafted into a cultivated olive tree, how much more readily will these, the natural branches, be grafted into their own olive tree? I do not want you to be ignorant of this mystery, brothers and sisters, so that you may not be conceited. Israel has experienced a hardening in part until the full number of Gentiles has come in. And in this way, all Israel will be saved. As it is written, the deliverer will come from Zion. He will turn godlessness away from Jacob. And this is my covenant with them when I take away their sins. As far as the gospel is concerned, they are enemies for your sake. But as far as election is concerned, they are loved on account of the patriarchs, for God's gifts and his call are irrevocable. Just as you who were at one time disobedient to God have now received mercy as a result of their disobedience, so they too have now become disobedient in order that they too may now receive mercy as a result of God's mercy to you. For God has bound everyone over to disobedience so that he may have mercy on them all. Oh, the depth of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable his judgments and his paths beyond tracing out. Who has known the mind of the Lord? Or who has been his counselor? Who has ever given to God that God should repay them? For from him and through him and for him are all things. To him be the glory forever. Amen. Taking the word or phrase that stood out to you, let it lead you into an encounter with Jesus as you prayerfully reflect. What do you think God is trying to reveal to you in this scripture? Pause, consider this with God, and then write it down. Now, turn your focus outward and see what applying this scripture to your life might look like. Consider prayerfully, what's one way this scripture might apply to your life today? Take a moment to consider and write down what you are hearing 
And lastly, take this final pause to devote yourself to God, to seek His refreshment, and to commit yourself to following Him. Offer your prayers to devote yourself to God today. Thank you for joining me in today's bread reading. We'll continue tomorrow with a reading from Romans 12. Grace and peace to you 